0: everybody to terror and tacos i'm christy and i'm michael and i'm just gonna start off with a question okay <laughs> do it so this year this year uh first of all happy anniversary my y'all. Well, anniversary kind it's of kind of it's kind of like a special occasion this is our our
1: 50th, 50th episode
0: 50th episode i didn't know that we would get this no far. it's crazy it's crazy
1: episode 50 y'all. episode
0: 50 and i'm sorry. We're going to be haters. It's not going to be a happy one. It's not going to be a happy one. It's not. So, okay. So, here's my question.
1: All right. Do it.
0: Can we continue to blame the chicken tenders at Alamo Draft House or the fact that we don't eat tacos when we go to Alamo on the fact that we fucking hate the movie that we watch? Uh,
1: I mean... I, I hate to blame the chicken tenders because they're so delicious. They're so
0: delicious.
1: Um, and kind of the only thing that got me through this movie. Me too. Um, maybe too. these movies just suck, Christy, maybe. regardless of what we eat. You
0: think that's possible? <laughs>
1: I think that might I be possible. I think it might be
0: the thing. It's like, I think this movie just fucking sucks. Like,
1: even if we ordered tacos, it still would it have been suck. terrible, yeah.
0: You don't think think there's,
1: like, some crazy... We saw a different version.
0: I'm eating a popsicle, so I sound weird. Um, Yeah, you don't think that if we had somehow eaten a taco... A wormhole
1: would have opened and we would have gotten to see a good version of this this fucking movie? I don't think it would have
0: happened. No, I think it still would have sucked. Um,
1: So for those who don't know, we are talking about It, Chapter 2. Oh, Fuck it. <laughs> and we should start, I think, well, we could start a bunch of different ways, but you and I really liked chapter one.
0: I loved it.
1: I've seen some, you know, people are like, I was unimpressed or I was underwhelmed by part one, which is, okay. is fine. Uh, I really liked
0: We happen to really like Yeah,
1: it. I thought it was a... A really wonderful coming of age story mm-hmm. that had some great scares. Um, that some honored...
0: of the some of the best scares yeah, I've ever seen. Yeah, one of your actually. favorites. Yeah.
1: that honored the source material but adapted where it needed to. Uh huh. Great cast, young cast. Mm-hmm. Um, loved DC I'm Jones kidding. is in the mix. Uh, loved, I it too. loved what Bill Skarsgård was doing as Pennywise, loved it even more because it was so different than Tim Curry. Uh-huh. And if I have another person tell me Tim Curry is better, I'll be like, fuck off. It. It's Tim Curry. Leave it alone. No yeah. one in their right mind would ever try to recreate what Tim Curry did. Right. That would be fucking stupid. Right. And it would have made no sense in that movie. No anyway. sense at all. Um so we came in super excited. Dude, you you took off from work. Yeah. Uh, to, we went to an 11.10. Your first week of work. Baller move, by the way.
0: The way. <laughs> it was my first week at my new job.
1: <laughs> and was I was like, like I'm, I'm out, out y'all. Not come, I I'm go not see... coming in <laughs> I've got to go
0: see this movie.
1: Um, And we went at 11.10 in the morning. Yeah. Um,
0: it was it, almost empty. Almost empty. You know, I'm going to tell you. We had... There were a few other people in the theater with us. And there was a, a group of people... A group. It was like three people sitting in front of us, and you know, this my one of my biggest pet pee- pet peeves is when people talk at movies. That's why we go to Alamo. Yeah, because Alamo has a no talking. They will kick your ass out. They will kick your ass out. And I'll tell you, like th- these people were talking throughout the whole movie, mm-hmm. and I. It didn't even bother me. No,
1: like, because what I, I, their dialogue was probably better than what was going yeah, on Yeah, their on dialogue screen.
0: was probably like, what the fuck is, why is this movie getting so much attention? <laughs> yeah,
1: so I guess we uh, should say, for those of you, there's going to be spoilers for those of you who mm-hmm. haven't seen the movie or don't know the story, haven't read the book. Right. So if you don't want spoilers cuz you're going to go see it. Go see it. I don't know. Give up 3 hours of your life that you'll never ever get back to go three
0: see 3 hours
1: yeah, to go see this fucking three trash. 3
0: hours. Okay, so for the for our listeners who don't watch horror movies and don't read horror novels but who listen to us, weird. But we um, love you all the same. But we love you all the same. It is based on a Stephen King Novel that is really long, so it's yeah. always, in, it's in two parts, basically. Yeah. And it takes place in Stephen King's universe uh-huh. of, Dar- of Derry, Maine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, It's about It starts off The first part Starts off with these three kids And in the novel It's like the 50s Yes And so when they come back It's
1: The 80s The 80s Mm -hmm. Or the
0: 60s And to the 80s To the 80s
1: The movie updated The
0: movie updated So the movie The kids part Takes place in the 80s 80s. And it updates to now Yeah
1: They are uh, exactly my age Right
0: Exactly They're born in
1: 75 and 76 So they're exactly my age Yeah And it's like
0: it's It's a little group of kids that are like small town kids. They call themselves the losers. The losers. Yeah, you the know, losers it's, club. It's coming of age, a group of, of boys, and there's one girl. Yeah, and they hang out over the course of this one summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and this town in Maine, there something that happens every 27 years yeah. is that kids start to die. Yeah, like, people start to die, and it's because there is like this this entity, mm-hmm. this thing called it. Named Pennywise.
1: Yeah, takes the form of 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 Pennywise, the clown. The clown, clown
0: and uh, wreaks havoc on the town. And
1: so the conceit of the book and the movie and the the TV movie that came out in the, I guess, 80s or 90s, it all blends. 80s, I
0: think.
1: um, It is because it happens every 27 years. You have this group of kids and they defeat Pennywise. But there's a belief even among them that maybe they didn't and right. they make a pact because right. at the end of part 1 of the movie you can tell they're all going their separate ways mm-hmm. people are moving P- their parents have realized that dairy is not really a place to raise children um but they make a pact that if it ever comes back if pennywise ever reappears they will come back together
0: right and it's it's that sweet spot of of Pre-teenagehood, or the beginning of teenage years, where you've had a best friend for all of childhood, and then you realize at a certain point, "Oh, we're We're not going to be best best friends when we go to high school." and it's a it's a
1: that's a strange moment in I think in 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 life, life, and it's weird, and 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 I think the book and the first part of the movie capture that really well. So then, part two, the book is not as. Um, maybe not as delineated as either of the movies. Right. We can go they sort of can go back and they forth. They go back and forth. I think it makes sense to split when you're doing a movie because uh-huh. it's so much. Right. So part two, we now are 27 years later. Mm-hmm. And again, like they're exactly my age. So they're, you know, 43, 42, 43, 44, whatever. Um, depending on when their birthdays are. Uh, but uh it, it has returned. Right. And only one Of the original kids, Mike, has stayed in Derry the whole
0: time. Right. And he calls everybody else and says, you got to come back Mm -hmm. because it's happening again. And, of course, it's it's the thing of, like, you know, the it, whatever it is... um, feeds on your fear. Mm-hmm. That's what they that's the conceit in the book. That is the main like theme of the story that at some point you can def- you can bury the thing that you think or the thing that you're afraid of, right? right. But you will eventually have to deal with it because it will come back. It will back. come back. And so all of the kids and in the book, some more like you you get more backstory for some sure than others, but all the kids are dealing with something in their life
1: yeah and um and so another conceit that that King establishes and this is I actually I, I will throw a question your way if you leave Dairy, mm-hmm. the further away you get and the more time that passes, the more you forget right. So you have Mike, who stayed there, uh-huh. and he remembers everything, everything, and he's getting the gang back together, right? because uh, it has returned. You have everyone else in the group who only has, at best, vague memories right? Um, of what happened, and even of each other. Right. So I raise this, and I, this is not to let the movie off the hook. Is that an impossible task for a movie? Does it give... filmmakers too much to fucking deal with because it falls apart in the miniseries as well and part of me is like you have to spend time or justify this like that we don't we essentially have to start over we reboot, right? right?
0: Yeah, and I I feel like you know, this may have been, I don't know, this may have been a, a, a case where there it should have been a trilogy. Yeah. Like, part two should have been split up into two, two parts, parts. Because you just need to spend that much, much time getting to know these kids. And this is, I'm glad you raised this question because it's actually my first complaint mm-hmm. about the, the movie that we saw. Sorry, spoilers. Um, Mike calls each of them. They're all off on their own, you know, doing whatever it is they, they do. And they, they come back. They're immediately affected by this phone call, uh-huh. but they come back. And in this movie, they keep telling you. Like they they they're they're in the Chinese restaurant uh-huh. and they keep telling you I don't remember anything I don't right. remember anything I don't remember anything so then why, why did, did they you, come why back? did you come back yeah like some guy out of the blue calls you and says we made an oath when we were 13. Right.
1: that's why you have a cut on your that's hand why you have a cut
0: on your hand and you're like what I don't even remember right so why would. Why would you, come yeah, back?
1: I don't know, and I think that's again in the the book has time to deal with it, and the right. movie doesn't, and so the, I don't think we get a, a good answer, yeah, um, especially they kind of set up like Jessica Chastain, who is the little the little girl grown up uh-huh. um, she had an abusive father, right. and now she has an abusive husband, right you kind in the moment, I mean she's literally like. In a fist fight with her husband, right? I'm kind of like sure she could get the fuck out and go back to to Derry. Why not? But like James McAvoy, who's Billy, right? Billy. Grown up, is literally on the set of a movie f- based on a book that he wrote, and he wrote the screenplay for, and his wife is in it. Yeah, and he just takes t- yeah takes he's off.
0: like, really. I mean, and and the the. You know, I can't remember if this is... I don't think it's in the book, and it's a thing that really bothered me that, like, his whole... So in in the first part, the reason that Billy is troubled is because Billy's little brother, Georgie, in the first part of, of the story, Georgie is one of the children who back in the day yeah. gets it's the inc- taken out. It's the inciting incident. He, yeah. you know, he, he gets taken out by Pennywise. And the whole reason being because Georgie wanted to play that day and uh, Billy didn't want to play right. with him. So he pretended to be sick. Uh-huh. So Georgie goes outside to play by himself. And Pennywise gets, gets him. him. Mm-hmm. Um, in a terrifying scene.
1: Absolutely. Um, fantastic opening right. scene of, of it. Chapter one. And yeah.
0: now Billy as an adult, of course, has been dealing with this his whole life, that it's his fault. But the first time we see him in this movie, there's no reason for him to be other than the fact that everybody keeps telling him you don't know how to end the novel. Right. You know, and it becomes like a, a, a comedic point, point in the movie. And it's it's just not enough.
1: No, and it's also sort of like a reference, King got a review, I right. think, in The Guardian and I'm years like, ago. I don't care. I don't
0: care. And
1: don't. whether this kid kid, shouldn't say kid, whether this dude is in his forties, can end a novel or not? He is clearly a very successful, successful novelist, yeah. Who's getting to write his the 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 movie version of his own book, right? And then at the same time, Bill Hader, who plays Richie grown up, who was right. Finn Wolfhard in the original, the kid from Stranger Things,
0: is a super It's a super successful comedian, a, yeah.
1: And so, yeah, you never this, this yeah, this is they like,
0: all seem really successful, uh huh. You even know?
1: Jessica Chastain, who has a terrible marriage right. is extremely sick. She has a fashion line.
0: And even like Stanley, who in in the story, Stanley is the one that commits suicide. Yes. Um you look we they don't really tell us what Stanley does, but but in the movie they have a beautiful home uh, yeah. and they're about to go on vacation. Uh-huh. They have a great life.
1: Everyone is is a success. And
0: then suddenly Stanley
1: Yeah, I mean you have an one's an architect an international fucking architect. Right. Um like building huge things all right. over the world. Yeah. They're all successful. Uh it no, and And it's, and
0: we're all led to believe I mean are we are, are we supposed to believe that that their overachieving is a result, As a result of, of them being like scared maybe or, but okay, or having well then overcome be, yeah anyone i wish i had th-
1: fought an evil clown fought an evil
0: clown when <laughs> i was a kid because then you know i would be a super rich actor yeah by now.
1: you should have fought an evil clown christy evil clown. fuck man
0: fuck man
1: uh so this is something we're stuck with and it's in the book and i get it but it's we don't have is it in
0: the book though because is it in the original book don't they come back for somebody's funeral? Yes.
1: Yes, 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 yes. There's, there there are better reasons to come back. Right. The, the not remembering everything is, is, is in the part book. part of yeah.
0: it. But they're coming back for some For a reason. For a reason. And,
1: and the reason... And this, to me, is... I think you're right. It's your first complaint, and I think it's the root of a huge problem with the movie. To me, in the book and the movie, the only reason to get these characters back together 27 years later, thematically speaking, mm-hmm. is because... It gives King an opportunity to explore the sort of like loss of wonder and hope and belief in magic and belief in your friends that comes with With middle age. And
0: becoming, yeah, exactly, that comes with middle age. And speaking to that, I feel like there was too much of the kids.
1: Absolutely. There
0: was too much. There are so I love many. All those kids. Sure. And those kids are great actors, and they fucking knocked the first one out of the park. Yeah,
1: they're this, done. They they're did done. their job. The
0: second one is not about the kids. The second one is about the adults, and I understand. I understand we're going to have flashbacks, but those flashbacks meant nothing. nothing. We know their story.
1: Yeah, we we had an entire two and a half hours of their story. Right. right. And and all of the flashbacks basically relegates the adults to sort of just watching themselves grow up or whatever. And so we have no, like legitimately no character development. Right. So I'm like, well, why the fuck do I care that we're back together? 27. And, and to me, it's like you, they have to sort of, I mean, as, as, as trite as it sounds, it's like, you have to rediscover the thing from your childhood in right. order to beat it, right. or Pennywise, whatever form, you know, right. it. And, um, and that doesn't happen because doesn't, we don't see them grow or change at all.
0: No, in this movie, it happens in the form of that's the stupid ritual, right? The ritual of Chud. Like, the ritual of Chud. You have to go find the your ta- token, t- token or your yeah. talisman or whatever. But the thing is, is that if they don't remember, right? then how do you know what you're talisman is, is and it it just doesn't make sense and it
1: separates so it separates them immediately right so you don't see the group grow as also, a collective they
0: keep telling you one of the one of the things that we know about this story and we know it from the first one we know it from the from from even the first one from back in the 80s we know it from the book is that we're stronger together. Yes. We're stronger together. We're stronger together. If we separate, we will die. Yeah. What is the first thing these fucking idiots do? They separate. They separate to go find their token.
1: And so they don't even know what the fuck they're they looking for. They don't even know for. what the fuck they're looking for. And then so then we just have these them watching flashbacks of themselves. Which right. also leads to oh. an egregious fucking thing. Oh, I hate it. In which we are now de-aging children. Right. And it looks so it bad. It looks
0: bad. You can tell. Like, I kept looking at Wolf Finhart. Finn
1: fin Wolfhard. F-
0: Finn Wolf. Wolf Finhart, also a great Wolf Finn <laughs> name. <Finn> Wolf Finhart. Finn <laughs> Wolfhart. It's uh, the
1: best name in Hollywood. Yeah, it is. Uh,
0: <laughs> and I kept thinking... He doesn't look right. No.
1: And the problem with him, and I only know this probably more about him because I watch Stranger Things. Right. Finn Wolfhard grew right. He's like super tall. nine fucking inches. Well, these
0: I mean, these children are at the age where yeah. it's like in two months, they're going to be different. This is, this yeah. is
1: puberty, people. Yeah. yeah. So not only, and I'm sure they had to do it with all of them, maybe not the girl as much because mm-hmm. clearly, as in most in life, she had hit puberty before these exactly. boys.
0: Exactly. Right. Um,
1: but Finn Wolfhard is like, damn near six feet tall now. Right. So they had to de-age him and they had to shrink him. Yeah. Which looks so fucking weird. Right. And then the kid who The little
0: boy Ben, who the, the little boy who plays Ben, who in the in the story, he's chubby. He's yeah. Like a chubby he's little boy. He's a chubby boy, kid, yeah. You know? So he's grown out of his baby fat. Yes. And they and had to baby fat and him. And so
1: they put fake... Chubby cheeks they have on them. to him.
0: put re re-baby fat him.
1: And then of course it's they're terrible. and their voices don't yeah. match, especially match. the boys. Yeah, it it's the I was like we are d eight weird we are, we are de aging children. Yeah. This is where we're at. Instead of again because you wanted to have every fucking flashback in the world, instead of picking per, like little scenes from part one to and cut to them, and yeah. using them, you created this whole secondary fucking story, right?
0: Which tells me again. You know, makes me p- put this out there just because you can do it
1: doesn't mean you doesn't should. Doesn't mean you should. Jurassic Park was right, y'all.
0: Just because you can <laughs> yeah. doesn't mean you should. Yeah, it's terrible, and you can tell
1: it is, and it and you can tell, and it's it, the fact that it's children is even. I know. It just seems it's weird. so bizarre. Yeah.
0: yeah, so it's like we. So then we have this movie of just kind of like weird flashbacks that that. The flashbacks that we get don't are not really pertinent no. to the story that we're listening to now, but they're also not important to the what we know no. about the we know everything yeah, about the we kids don't learn anything that we need to know. And
1: I read a review in uh, the Muse, which is on Jezebel. Um, this guy, Rich. Uh, just just react. Sorry, man. Mm-hmm. I killed your name. And he he brings up he hated it, but he brings up a his a good his, man his his head uh, his title of the article is it chapter two is bad and dumb. <laughs>
0: yes, perfect. I agree.
1: And one thing he brings up, which is I think dead on, is there are no stakes in the flashbacks. <inaudible>
0: no, no. And I'll tell you why there are no stakes in the flashbacks because. There's no reason for us to to see the kids dealing with Pennywise again we, we, because we know the kids grow up and make it. Yeah. So when we're watching a flashback of a kid dealing with Pennywise in a situation that we've never seen before, right. we don't fucking care because I know he that fucking Jesse, beat Pennywise. Yeah, he beat Pennywise and he's going to grow up. So there's no stakes. Yeah. There's no tension in that.
1: And can I? Okay, can I go on a like weird side tangent? Please do. So if we're going to talk about flashbacks in which we're watching ourselves grow up. It chapter one came out a couple years ago. We have not earned the insane nostalgia, right? So, like when Train Spotting two came out, right. which is a very yeah. different film, yes. You have a grown and an, 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 a and a middle aged Ewan McGregor, who right. I guess is I don't know late forties, right? Fifty. He's right. around our age somewhere mm-hmm. around there. Watching a young Ewan McGregor, and you have. On a 44 year old Michael Federico, remembering being 20 when he saw train spotting, right. and s- while he does not look as handsome as Ewan McGregor, staring his own like aging and mortality right. in the right. fucking right. face. Right. Twin Peaks The Return the does the was, same I was, thing. I was
0: about to say the same Cause, thing. Because you
1: look at Ewan McGregor and you're like, he's still fucking, dude, he's Ewan McGregor. Right.
0: He's awesome. But he's older.
1: Yeah. And you see him when he's young and you're like, Oh my God. Oh yeah. my God. It's
0: like, it's, you know, it's not this exact same scene, but it's in Twin Peaks, the return when, when at towards the end and we've got Kyle McLaughlin now looking out at us, watching them. Right. I mean, it's like David Lynch has earned this. Yeah. I
1: mean, we, 27 we have, years. We've actually, or 25 waited, years. We've
0: waited 25 years. Yeah. To watch this again, mm-hmm. right? And so we've earned that, that kind of like weird nostalgia. Yes, because we've movie, aged yeah. with them. This movie doesn't earn it.
1: No, and it's not. Again, it's not James McAvoy looking at him. Actual at, James, at McAvoy. Right. James McAvoy, No,
0: it doesn't work.
1: No, and and to me, like *Train Spying *Twin Peaks: The Return*. I mean, these are totally different things. But it's nostalgia. But it's also about like. I mean, I know we talk about being middle-aged a lot, but it's weird. It's yeah. a weird thing. It is a and weird thing. And to face it like that in people you grew up with. Right. Kyle McLaughlin. Right. Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Sherilyn Finn. Right. These are people we grew up with. Right. Uh, you know, as celebrities or actors that we were into, and it's it's
0: our brains don't know.
1: Yeah, our brains we think don't we know. know them. Yes, and we are we are confronted with our own mortality. Right. This has not earned that. No. So if you're gonna flashback, it better be fucking scary, or it better teach me something. Exactly.
0: And this didn't do shit. It didn't do shit. It was just kind of like jacking off. Yeah. Because I can show you these retro-aged kids, kids. and I we wrote like a completely different. Flashback, Yeah, that makes no sense, it's, but we're going to show it to you anyway because Pennywise is going to do something crazy, crazy like a monster. Yeah. I don't care. It's like
1: it's, It 1.5. Right.
0: Oh, my <laughs> God. So speaking to that. Yeah, they go keep, for it. They keep telling us. They keep telling us it it works on your fear. Like it feeds on mm-hmm. your fear. It feeds on your fear. And what's one of the first things we see is we see Pennywise – talking to a little girl that has, like, a little port wine stain on her face who shows no fear of him. At all. At all. And to me, it seems like a stupid... I mean, like, it's just dumb. The whole thing is dumb. And it's
1: completely ancillary. Yeah. And
0: he's, tr- he's trying to get her... He's hiding under the bleachers of the baseball game, and he's trying to get her to come to him. Uh-huh. And, you know, you just don't... This little girl who you don't know. Yeah. You're not invested in. Nobody cares about. No. And you know
1: she's going to play no part in this fucking movie. No part
0: in this movie. And Pennywise is like, come here. And she's like, no, you look like a stranger. You're hiding under the bleachers. You're weird. Yeah. Like she says the right thing Uh and she starts to walk away. She's not afraid of him at all. Right. And then he turns it around and he says, Oh, I understand. Nobody likes me because I'm weird looking just like you because of your stain on your face. Right. And then suddenly she's like, You're right. Let's be friends. And, and of course it yeah. he kills her. It's like, what the fuck is that? Cause he's like, about? I can
1: brush the, the stain away. And I was like, this but, but isn't Pennywise. Is, but
0: this isn't Pennywise. <laughs> no. And also the little, we don't know anything about this little girl because she doesn't fucking matter. Right. And,
1: <laughs> and you know, she's right. not coming back.
0: You know, she's not coming back, but also you get to see like, You know, the little girl doesn't have a bad life. You don't see the little girl in any way suffer or be sad or be made fun of because she has a strawberry mark on her face. You don't see any of these things. She is a well-adjusted kid at a baseball game with other kids. Who
1: just happens to be bored because she doesn't like baseball.
0: She's bored. So she wanders off and her fucking mom's not watching her and she's got a stain on her face, a a birthmark on her face. So when he makes up that excuse and he says, people make fun of me too, you don't understand why she would... Right. You just don't... It understand. doesn't it make has, any sense. It has nothing to do and with it's anything. And it
1: just seems like an excuse to get a Pennywise moment in, which I almost understand because he's basically non-existent in Pennywise form, which leads me again to, we have CGI fake kids, and then we have... We have negated the fact that Bill Skarsgård, in real life, is about six foot four or six foot five, is a gangly motherfucker, and can look absolutely terrifying. Just by Just by being Bill Skarsgård. In real life, he's obviously his... I mean, God, he's a Skarsgård. He's a very handsome man. But, like, he can... He's an actor. He's an actor, and he is physically one of them. Imposing. So imposing. And also... Like, because he's so tall and his arms are so long, like, he can do things physically that are just like, whoa, what am I looking at? We negate all that. And now he's a CGI spider. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh,
0: my God. I just wanted to punch that fucking spider in the face. face. Yeah. 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 I mean, every scene with Pennywise, he turns into, like, some weird monster. Yeah. And, And oh, my God, dude. What do we say? When everything is scary... Nothing, Nothing scary. Is
1: scary. And 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 the 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 oh my god! The this kills me because I thought the one scene that was very creepy that they killed in the fucking trailer is the scene with the old woman. Yeah. When Jessica Chastain goes back to her house. Right. And I don't know who that lady actor I is, know, but she's great. But she's great. And Jessica Chastain's great. Right. And the creepiness is just in like what is happening. Right. And then the old lady's naked and walking around and that's weird. And then she turns into into a a monster, monster,
0: a big CGI monster. monster. And
1: I'm like, and
0: you... That was not necessary. So unnecessary. Just just her. There's that weird scene of Jessica Chastain, like looking on the mantle and in the background, you see the lady naked cross in the darkness and she just crosses. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck Fuck is is happening? happening? That is terrifying. But then as soon as she comes out of the dark and she's this like weird CGI monster, I was like, I'm done, 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 done. it's no longer scary. There's
1: nothing scary. The scariest thing in this movie is Mm -hmm. the first scene, which is a horrific assault on a gay couple Right you, You're you in And
0: it's scary Because that is a scary thing That
1: is a scary And it is f- Fucking brutal And violent Right And it establishes And I know people have Different feelings about the scene To me It establishes Like Derry is a bad place Yeah Derry has not changed In 27 years Right And this is a real thing And it's horrific It's horrific And that's how you start Right And then And na- you're
0: like Oh okay Now I will say that Once the The, the young man gets thrown over the bridge, and he floats down, and you see Pennywise, I I just feel, I mean, like, okay, I know, we already, we all know what Pennywise looks like, we all know, but I just feel like it was too soon. I agree. His reveal, the reveal of Pennywise was too soon. Yeah. And that by, like, that by itself was horrific, and I don't know if we needed it. I mean, we only needed it to establish that Derry is a terrible place, and it hasn't changed, and bad people live there. Yeah. But I don't know if we needed to see Pennywise...
1: Uh, no, I agree. It's way too yeah, early. Yeah, it's too early. I also thought... And again, this to me is like, you have to... I used to teach a class on adaptation, Christy.
0: Oh, okay. Uh,
1: as a scientist, okay. uh, no, So I used to teach a Professor. class on adaptation. Um, and just, you know, like, looking at... W- If you are the adapter, what do you owe to the source material, if anything? And I think with something as hugely popular as it and with Stephen King being alive, of course you have to adhere somewhat to to the source. He doesn't seem to care. He doesn't seem to fucking care. But to me, the most effective adaptation of Stephen King to this day is The Shining. Right. And Kubrick basically said, fuck all. I'm, make- right. I'm just making a really good movie. Right.
0: I was just saying that to John.
1: And and to me, this gets stuck in, it eliminates some things for time, but there is a thing to me that works in Stephen King's books that does not necessarily translate to film. And it is when he gets into sort of the weird magic of the cosmos
0: stuff. Yeah.
1: And- in the book, it 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 can work, I, and I don't know why the why to me it doesn't uh, translate. Are we talking about
0: those three? The, what, yes. what Pennywise. So is? we
1: so we we get into. I know I'm jumping around. No, I'm no, sorry. no, it's fine.
0: But we get into because there's no there's no way to talk about, about this, this fucking piece of shit, shit movie linearly,
1: and because you say like we introduce Pennywise too soon, and I agree. And to me, whether this adheres to the book or not. I would would have been more interested to see what Pennywise was 27 years later. Yeah. And was he weaker? Is that why he needs this group so right. badly to come back? Right. Because he's grown weak. Whether that's in the book or not, do something interesting. Right. And instead, we go all almost all in. We cut out the turtle god, but we go almost all in on the sort of bizarre cosmic thing in the book and it just come. i'm sorry it's silly it doesn't work the the ritual of chewed in the movie is fucking stupid it
0: looks like a bucket from world market yeah
1: here we go like you bought it you, you bought, bought, that, thing it, you bought that thing at world market
0: thing at world market you did not find this you didn't find from this. a native, american, a native tribe. american tribe did not give this to mm-hmm. you you bought it at world market on, on sale. On sale. You got a
1: deal on you it. You got a
0: deal on this bucket. And,
1: and at the same time, you also have, you know, the kid who killed his dad in part one. Right. Is now in an insane asylum, yeah. mental institution. Uh, hospital. Hospital. Breaks Facility. out. Facility. Breaks out with the help of his dead friend, which is also a very weird Stephen so, King thing.
0: It's also a weird Stephen King thing, but... It, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It just, you know, when when his dead friend crawls out from under the bed, the second you see him, the second you see... The dead skeleton, eaten body, yeah. like crawling out from under the bed. It is no longer scary. No, it is no longer scary, and, I, it, and then, it becomes funny.
1: Can I ask you a question? And yeah, I'm, I'm legitimately asking because I guess I've gone too far away from dairy in the three days, and I can't fucking remember. Does <laughs> that does that plot serve any fucking purpose no. at all?
0: No, I don't. I mean, I don't think he attacks so.
1: his, and then he gets killed. For what? For what? And it's I don't like, know. oh, here's 20 minutes of shit that we don't need while yeah. not developing our main characters right. in any way. And
0: in the first movie, it somewhat works. In the first movie, yeah. it, it, you're like, oh, this is why people are bad in Derry. Yes. Like they get stuck in this thing. They get that stuck it's in this cycle. thing. It's a cycle. It's a cycle, and they get stuck in this. Horrible, yucky thing that happens to people and it just keeps going. Going and going and going. And and if, going. You, if you allow that fear, if you allow that fear to hold you back, then you're just going to, and that's what happens to Bauer. Yes, that's, Bauer. That's what happens. Man, to, good call. That's what happens to Bauer. Right. Right? But in the second movie, I don't care. I don't care.
1: I don't care. I don't care. And again, to me, the cyclical thing is covered in that opening right. scene. Right. This place is still bad. This place never changes. Right. Because it's trapped in this thing. Right. And then we get into, like, you know, fucking Jude, man.
0: I thought I had forgotten something about the book. I thought I'd for, You know, I started to think, like, is this like a, a The Stand or even The Dead Zone where you're following two heroes at the same time or two... Character, main characters mm-hmm. at the same time, where in the stand, you're following the people who are trying to get to Mother, what's her name, and also you're following F- F- Flag. Yeah. That's his name, uh-huh. right? And, and they
1: eventually come, yeah. They eventually
0: come together and you realize why they have to come together. Right. And in the dead zone, same thing. You're following Johnny and you're also following the other guy. Yeah, who's and running they, for office. Who's running for office. And they eventually, those two, those two streams cross. cross yeah. Right? Um, But in this one, the the Loser Club and the Bauer storyline never actually crosses to full effect. No. So you don't understand why you need Bauer. It's
1: one incident and he's done. Yeah. And it's like, so why did we waste that time instead of developing any of these fucking characters right. that we developed so well as children, mm-hmm. and all we get of them as adults is, like, generic shit. Yeah, she, has stupid, a bad husband. she has a bad he's husband. He's a writer. He's
0: not fat anymore. Yeah,
1: he's fucking ripped, uh, of course. Richie
0: is gay, and yeah. he's never dealt with it, uh-huh. uh, but he's also super funny. Like, th- there's, there's that scene, like, towards the beginning, and they were just, like, crazy scenes that just didn't make sense in real life to me. Like, there's the scene in the Chinese restaurant where they get the fortune cookies and then they open the fortune cookies and all these like weird little creatures CGI little monsters monsters come out of the fortune cookies and it is immediately not scary anymore and they start wreaking havoc in the restaurant and breaking shit and they start and no like there are no consequences for it it all it is is like a a funny cut to the waitress who says is everything Everything okay and they're like Oh, we're fine. It's basically
1: like check, please. Yeah, it's basically the punchline. It's
0: terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah, I w- and he- so here is my my test, and this is my test for you because this is the test for me. Was there ever a point in the movie? Where you were scared? no, never. no.
1: At I was all. not
0: scared at at all. all, not once. and
1: I couldn't even sometimes sometimes, and we kind of talk about this because we do watch so many horror movies. There are times when I might not be scared, but I could step back and say, objectively, I could see someone being terrified right. by this. Right. Or, I might not be scared because I'm too worried about like, how did they shoot that or whatever? Right. But someone who's not thinking about that could be terrified. Right. And
0: I also <laughs> like to that, I want to say there may be times when I'm not scared, but... Something is off-putting. Yes. Or something is uncomfortable. Yeah. Or I can see a scene. I can watch a scene and go like, ah. No. That something's never. wrong. Never. Yeah. The only. Not one the time. only. I was so bored. The
1: only visceral reaction I had in the entire film is in the opening yeah, scene. Yeah, me too. And that's just.
0: Just because. what was horrible. It's so violent and it's horrible so and the world
1: is terrible and burn yeah. to the fucking ground. Yeah.
0: Like, I mean, but I was never. I have never wanted to walk you, out of a movie so much. Me neither. I, I mean, wanted to walk out. So badly, but then I knew that if I walked out, I would give up my right to, to sit here today and say it's a fucking piece of, of shit.
1: shit. And we didn't, we did not talk at all during no, it. Oh no. But like the whole time I was like... Plus, it's fucking almost three hours long. Okay,
0: so let's talk about that one time when I was so tempted to talk about it. I I actually turned to you and was like, "Ah, and even though those people in front of us were talking, I still will not talk at Alamo. No. But I was like, what the hell? So there's that scene. So here's another thing. (laughs) Things happen, like things happen, and you know, Pennywise makes you see, see things that aren't sure. There, yeah. Right? And so you can be covered in blood uh, or you can be covered in whatever. Uh-huh. And you just have to remind yourself it's not real, it's not real, it's not real. Mm-hmm. And then things go away. But there was this one scene
1: Yep, I know where, what you're talking about. Yeah. Go go for where, it. Where
0: uh it's not what's his name? Not Richie, not Stanley. It's Eddie, Eddie. Where Eddie? It's Eddie's turn to go find uh-huh. his token or whatever, oh, and fuck. Eddie has to go to de- Eddie has like a hypochondriac mother, and she's weird, and yeah. it's, a, it's a questionable relationship, and he has to go into the basement of the pharmacy or something yeah. to whatever, and so then Eddie gets puked on. Yes, by a by the
1: the leper, the leper that he meets one. in
0: part one comes back because uh-huh. he's chained to the wall. He gets free. Uh, there's CGI scary uh, monster. Yeah. And then Eddie gets puked on. Uh huh. Right. And so there's two things. The first thing is in that moment where the CGI monster releases the puke onto Eddie's face. Uh huh. We, we hear a clip of, of Angel, Angel of the, of the morning. morning by Juice Newton. Uh, uh, And I was like, that's the moment where I turned to you and I went, ah. Uh, did I miss something? Yeah. Like did I miss I, you thought it was I somebody's thought it was fucking somebody's phone. fucking phone. It was just like, I, just call me yeah. or Angel of the Morning I, or whatever the song. It is. might
1: be the single stupidest moment in film history. I, I, I mean, and I know I'm prone to hyperbole, but it's No, I
0: agree. One of
1: the stupidest things I've ever seen. In I my was life. like,
0: what what? What? Yeah. What was that about? What was that about? And then to and to then, top it off, to top it <laughs> off, the next scene when he's with everybody, he's covered in sludge. Yes, and I'm like, so wait a so, minute. What are the rules? What are the rules? What are the rules? <laughs> what are the rules? Do when when Pennywise is perpetrating some kind of weirdness on you. Uh-huh. Is it real or is it not
1: real? Right. And why is it real this one time right. and, and and not any, any other, other time? time? It's it's so. It
0: pisses me the yeah. fuck.
1: It's so crazy. I, I was messaging with, uh, Ferris. Our, Ferris Uh is our sound op on our movie and it is just a great sound guy. And he had, he was going like the day after. And I was like, Ferris, there is a sound cue that made Christy and I want to punch people. And he messaged me back after he saw it. He's like, I understand now. Yes.
0: (laughs) It was terrible. And so speaking to the sound cue, I want to talk about the score too. And I won't go off too long, but I am married to a sound designer and so I've learned a lot over the years and I don't like being told how to feel. Right. I don't like it. And this this movie, if if everything if everything is underscored with a fantastical, beautiful, whimsical string, then nothing is fantastical and whimsical.
1: It's the same if if everything's scary, nothing is scary. Right. If
0: everything has like a crazy kind of like uh-huh. under it then nothing is magical. No. And and it it, it, it is trying to tell me how to feel yeah. about a thing and I do not fucking appreciate no, it.
1: No, it to me it that's a great point. It's the, the musical score equivalent of a fucking laugh track. Yes. Like okay like on you know on sitcom's or I don't know. If, do they still do laugh tracks? But back in the know. day, back they in did. The day, you know, it's our like friends. Uh, you know, everybody's suppo- favorite show to hate. You're supposed.
0: <laughs> everybody hates <laughs> Friends now. I don't know why. I fucking watched Friends. I loved it. I know. I know
1: it's, um,
0: oh, oh, oh! It's problematic. It's problematic. Christy. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to take you off
1: track. Aspen was watching Friends when I left. Um,
0: because it's a good show. Yeah, uh,
1: but but you know the laugh track is like, haha. That was wasn't that funny, guys. Yeah, you, yeah.
0: Everybody laughed,
1: and that's how the score felt. The the thing that's so baffling to me, so I—I I know we're all over the map, but there to me there are trash sequels, right? Mm-hmm. That are simply made because a movie did better than anyone thought it would.
0: We were just talking, yeah. About
1: that. And so, like Jaws was one of those, right? right? Spielberg makes Jaws, no one thinks much of it, and then it becomes, at the time, right. the biggest he movie ever.
0: The he invented blockbuster. the
1: summer blockbuster with Jaws, and so of course there's a group at the studio. Spielberg's moved on.
0: There's a group wearing ties. <laughs> There's a
1: group of people like, we gotta, we gotta capitalize on this Telling shark picture. <laughs> yeah.
0: And so they... The shark stays in the picture. The shark
1: stays in the picture. So they throw Jaws 2 together. Uh, and it's get, terrible. Get me shider for 10 minutes, basically. Right. Um, and it's terrible and you know the only reason it was made was to make to a To make quick money. Buck.
0: Yeah. And, and then that one makes money and you so, number three and here, and come, we the go, here come the snack cakes. Here come
1: the snack cakes. And
0: so, we, we
1: can watch this in three dimensions. Um, right. <laughs> So that's that's one type of sequel I, that are terrible and and, and whatever but, but you know why they're, but they're you made You know why? This is not that. No. I said to you this would be like if you had watched Star Wars and then 3 years later came back and Empire strikes back was like a weird fucking like shitty comedy. Right. It it's this right. is part of a hole that you knew would always exist. Yes, like Lord of the Rings or something like yes. that. Yes. So how did it get so fucking bad?
0: Because it wasn't Mike Flanagan, and it wasn't on, ne- Net- on, on Netflix. Netflix or something that, like that.
1: I actually wrote that. I wrote that down as a question I had for you, and it, this is literally what it says: Is it time to just shift to television for Stephen King? I th-
0: maybe, maybe I think that it may be. It may be time, you know. Okay. So the reason, the reason that horror movies were so big in the fifties and sixties and they had like their, not their heyday, but that's when you saw a huge surge in the fifties and sixties was because television came along suddenly, Mm -hmm. right? And you wanted to get, money right <laughs> and there was so people started making horror movies because there were things in horror movies that you could not do on, on television, television right? right so kids started to spend their hard-earned Earn money money going to the movies to watch horror right. movies right because the adults were staying home to watch regular tv, TV right yeah. i think we've come full circle, full circle. now and there are things that you can do in a six-part series uh-huh. on Netflix or on Prime or right. Hulu or what have you that you can no longer do in, in 80 the movies. or 90 minutes.
1: No, uh, or, even and, hours, or even three apparently. hours
0: apparently. Three hours. And The Haunting of Hill House is, is like a perfect, perfect example. example. And like that.
1: even while it has its, I'm not suggesting it's perfect, but I really liked what how Castle Rock, which is like a show on Hulu that draws from a bunch of different King stories, I liked how Castle Rock uh, moved through its first season. Um, it's there; they are apparently making the stand, remaking the stand again, um, and they are going to do it that way. Yeah, and originally the it's stand the was only a only way. Mi- yeah, because the stand was originally a miniseries, and it was so fucking long. It's the only way. But it's like maybe for something like Doctor Sleep, which is Mike Flanagan, by the right? way. Which is obviously long because it's Stephen King and all that, but is, is a, is a, like, singular story, connects back to The Shining, but it's not this, like, vast fucking epic that it is, right? Right. This 27 year sort of, like, epic thing that the stand is and it has elements of that and fucking Dark Tower is even longer. But it's like, it just, it did. I don't know. It, 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 you, you can't do it. You I, can't maybe do you it. just can't do maybe it. You
0: can't do it. That was my next question to you: Is like, does the second half of it is it just impossible?
1: That I, that's I, I keep coming back to is that. It just impossible. I my only answer to this, and and maybe you can't do it because it's so famous or something. I think you have to make a choice of the movie you're going to make, and you have to let some more of the novel go. Yeah. To me, to go back to the sort of idea of adaptation, I don't, you know, it's different depending on the project, but you can remain true thematically to the source material mm-hmm. without adhering to the plot of yeah, the source material. I agree. So he, if chewed doesn't work, if chewed is stupid,
0: if, figure out a different if, way. If Spider Monster at if the sp- oh, end. Oh, God you know, damn you know, it. Fucking
1: like, Spider Monster.
0: Oh, and it, you know, in Spider Monster, to be fair, Spider Monster has always been a problem.
1: You oh, know, yeah. In the book, pro- it's, it's a problem. It's yeah. a problem.
0: So Spider Monster has always been a problem. But Anne Rice, like, Anne Rice said it perfectly, right? So when Anne Rice wrote Interview, she had um, Rutger Hauer. Like, she, she when she was writing The Role of Lestat, it was Rutger Hauer in her yeah. mind. R.I.P. Because, yeah, bec- R.I.P. Because she wrote it in the late 70s, early 80s, mm-hmm. right? And Rutger Hauer was like...
1: Big and Yeah,
0: big and young and handsome, handsome and whatever blade runnery right. and all that so stuff. So then when they finally they made the movie in the nineties and Tom Cruise was playing Lestat. at first she fucking hated the idea. Yeah. Like she went on record saying, I am against this. Yes. Right. But too bad they bought the rights to the book. They could do Because Cruise down. is
1: five foot six right. or whatever. And but then
0: she saw the movie yeah. and she was like Oh, yeah, he's actually really, really good. And for the record, I think that that is Tom Cruise's one of Tom Cruise's best performance ever. I agree. He's like the most like Tom Cruise. It's
1: the perfect version of Cruise. It's the perfect version of Cruise. It is. (laughs) But
0: she says, you know, she said it that later on she came to realize that. A, a movie is just, it cannot be the book. No. And it will never be the book. And a movie is going to take something from the book and become its own thing. thing. So that when it doesn't follow, as long as it has the essence of the yeah. book, then you, as an author, you have to be able to let that go. Yes, And I think King, going back to The Shining, that's something that I don't think King could ever do with Kubrick's version, no, and I happen to think that Kubrick's version of The Shining is the best adaptation of any King I we've ever agree. seen on film. I think because by far, he Kubrick actually lands on the on whatever it is yeah. that is going on in Jack Torrance's inner life. And and expounds on it. And
1: also makes a brilliant movie. Yeah, There's an, uh, I'm going to horrifically paraphrase because I don't have the book in front of me. And I actually think this is something I referenced like, Maybe in episode one or two. So we're coming back yeah. around. But there's like a phrase in a book about adaptation that I really like that I'm gonna paraphrase, and I can't remember the author because it's not in front of me. Is it's basically saying that comparing a movie adaptation to its source material is as fruitless as trying to compare a painting to a building. It's a completely different fucking that thing. Makes sense. And so I know, you know, we have this whole the book is better. Everyone's always like, well, the book was better. It's like, okay, you might have enjoyed the book more and maybe the movie. Did suck. But like to me as an adapter, and it's weird because we're about to start rehearsal for an adapt adaptation of Dracula that we're working on, it's like you have to you still have to make the thing you want to make. Right. Um because you can't make the book. You can't. Especially when the book is fucking uh, over a thousand pages or whatever. Right. You cannot make the book. And it's why inco- And
0: why would you want Right. Gertrude Stein. Here, look at us getting literal. Man, we're
1: very, yeah. we are
0: scientists. We are scienticians and theolog- the- <laughs> theologians or whatever. Theologians. Theologians yeah. and professorators. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she said, if, if a thing can be done, why do it, right? Right. So it's like, why would you perfectly adapt the book is the book, and yes. you're never going to be the book. No,
1: villain. no, so you're not. So take
0: the story from the book that you, the essence of it, and be true to that. Yeah. But you still are making a fucking play where you have to watch people yes. or a movie, right? Yeah.
1: I mean, dude, one of, dude, dude. Dude. Uh, Hitchcock famously, because he made two, at least two, more than that, but like Rebecca and yeah. Psycho yeah. are both based on books, which most people are like, what? Yeah, Psycho's based on a really be shitty Robert novel, Black, yeah. yeah. I shouldn't say shitty, but like, yeah. Comparatively, dude, yeah. It's and Hitchcock would say, I'll, I I would read it once and be like, well, that's that, and then he would go make his right. movie, right? And like the and mov- the,
0: the movie of Rebecca by Daphne Du Maurier. I mean, the book is great, yeah. But I love the movie. The movie's incredible, incredible. and the movie of
1: Psycho, in my mind, I mean, that's revolutionary in film. In so many ways, and the fucking book it's based on is not at all. No, not at all. So I know it gets weird because King is so popular. Like, I mean, he's got to be still like the most pop, right? Like one or two of the got to be him and like like, J.K. Rowling or whatever. People say
0: that like. Agatha Christie's books have sold more than any other book. But at this point, it's... He's gotta
1: be close. close. He's gotta be closing in on Agatha Christie. Right.
0: And also, he's in this movie.
1: Yeah. Yes. He makes his cameo. Um, It's just...
0: It was just so laugh riot. It was like... I thought we were... For a while there, I was like, are we just making a fucking comedy? Yeah. And if... Why not...
1: I'm not saying horror can't be funny, but like, there's no horror. But
0: there was no horror in it. And we talked about this earlier. I said, I thought When we came out of the movie, I was like, I didn't know we were going to go see uh, Joe Dante or Sam Raimi. Right. And not that anything against those directors. I fucking love those directors. Right. But those directors, you said, are also, they remain loyal to the style. Yes. Right. They know what they're doing. And... Their movies are also fucking scary.
1: Yeah, and this does not stylistically live in no. that world.
0: It seems to me, it felt like to me, like they got a bunch of people who are really good at things that they do, including the actors. Sure. You know, they got really good actors. They yeah. They got really good, I guess, CGI people. <sighs> they got really, good, whatever, yeah, art, directors art directors and Yeah, art directors, yeah. But nobody talked to each other.
1: About what movie they were making. About what
0: movie they were making. Yeah,
1: and it's... Uh... It's funny because some of the – you know, there have been – a lot of reviews hated it, so I feel like we're not totally insane. Right. Um, It's not a hereditary situation.
0: No.
1: But uh, We're not insane. Yeah. We know. Um, We know what's right. (laughs) Right. But the ones that did like it uh, that I was sort of baffled by keep coming back to the performances – and I'm like, you know what? I don't need it. Chapter two to know that Jessica Chastain is a good actor. Yeah. I don't need it. Chapter two to tell me that Bill Hader can do more than just wacky voices. I know that right, I know I've that. seen Barry and I've seen documentary now. Yeah.
0: I've, I've heard people say like his performance is brilliant. And I'm like, his performance is fine. Yeah. Because his, he's fine. Yeah.
1: He's a good actor. He's a good you actor. You want to see him do real work? Go watch Barry. Go
0: watch Barry. Or
1: right. honestly, some of the documentary now stuff. Right. Um, Bill Hader being good, Jessica Chastain being good, James James McAvoy could have do the, do that movie in his fucking sleep. Um right. all of them could, it does not it make, make it, it a good make movie. A good
0: movie. No, we, I go back to Hereditary, and some people are going to fight me on this, fight me IRL, and they think it's a great movie. And I'm whatever. putting my money on you. But I'm like, I I don't think that's a great film. No, I think it's beautifully acted. Tony Collette is fucking Tony Collette. Yeah, because she's Tony I mean, Collette. Yeah, and Gabriel Byrne is like
1: Gabriel Byrne.
0: Yeah, my God. I mean, when they, they can't be bad, no, they can't be bad. It's like okay. So another example is. Uh, a series of unfortunate events Uh but the one with Jim Carrey yeah the original it's terrible
1: it's absolutely terrible it's a
0: terrible movie Meryl Streep is in it for five minutes Meryl Streep is fucking because she's Meryl Streep. Because yeah. she's Meryl Streep. And Meryl Streep is not going to be back. No.
1: She's, even if she tried... Even
0: if she tried... She couldn't be. She couldn't be back. And so... So a good performance does not a good movie make. No.
1: And it doesn't... And and doesn't make up for this level of fucking trash. Right. That, I mean... Right, I, and I know we've had three a few days because we saw this on Friday, right? We
0: couldn't talk about no. it
1: afterwards. I re- after you, one of my. I
0: was so tired. One,
1: yeah, you were. You were like, I'm I tired. Was
0: emotionally yeah. drained.
1: And one of the my favorite. You literally said as we walked out, "I have not, I haven't felt this betrayed since Crystal Skull." Yes.
0: <laughs> I was like, that wasn't supposed to happen. No, I mean, because I love Indiana Jones mm-hmm. so much, right? Yeah. And we all do. We're yeah. Americans. It's Indiana like Jones, it's, it's damn Indiana it. It's Indiana Jones and it's like you're morally obligated as an American to watch Indiana Jones. Movies. <laughs> and then Crystal Skull comes out and you're like, wow.
1: And you had waited how I mean, we'd waited we'd so waited long. We waited so long. Yeah. Um,
0: and it was terrible.
1: And this is this is and this, is this seems like a betrayal.
0: It seems like a betrayal. Um,
1: it it angered us like the nun, which yeah. I never saw coming, man. Like I
0: I I think, I, I think, I don't know. I, I, the Nun pissed us off. Yeah. Pissed us off so bad. This made me angry, but it was more disappointment. It
1: was disappointment. I
0: was just, I was tired. Yeah. I was tired from disappointment. Yeah. And, and I was just kind of like, I, like I said, I have never wanted to walk out of a movie so much in my life. Yeah.
1: And it's such a strange, it's such a weird thing that I think about sometimes, like, you know, no, no one's gonna live or die based on whether or not it. Hopefully, <laughs> whether or not it too is. You good, don't know, right? And you know that regardless, it too is going. It, it's going to make money. Yeah, like you that's know it's going to make thing. money. That's the so. Thing. To me, it's like, but to me, that's the opportunity to make the best fucking thing. Because there's really not that much pressure on you. Right. You know it's going to make money. You right. know it. It's going to make so much money just this weekend that it'll be fine. Right. Um.
0: So why not... So
1: why not fucking make the fucking thing as good as you can you have an awesome cast
0: because the world is terrible that's
1: i because, this is what i keep coming back to people
0: suck and the world is yeah. terrible nobody cares nobody anymore. cares in anymore. 12 years there will be no jungle and we'll all be dead. and we'll
1: all be dead, dead we'll so who the fuck cares if it too is good or not and it's just uh yeah it's like man i did not think a uh i would go into sort of like an existential <laughs>
0: Yeah. It, it was really, really, really upsetting. I think I liked Pet Cemetery more than I liked. You this. know
1: what? I had lower expectations and at least it got I got out of there in an hour and forty minutes, you know? Yeah. This was three hours that I'll never get three back. Hours. Yeah. Three
0: hours.
1: Three hours. Yeah, I mean that the it's it's insane. That's
0: that's ridiculous. Like and, people will people won't go to a three hour play. Oh, no way.
1: They'll no be way. like
0: three hours at a play. That's right. ridiculous. But they will sit through this fucking bullshit yeah. at a movie theater uh-huh. and, and eat it up like it's the best, best thing, thing ever. And it's because people are fucking stupid. And, and the world is terrible. <laughs> the world is terrible. And in the absence of real substance, we will hold on to any fucking mediocrity that gets put in front of our face because it's being thrown and shoved at us at such a fast frame rate uh-huh. that we don't give, we a,
1: don't fuck give a fuck anymore. fuck and- There.
0: I, I, that I, was
1: amazing I've gone off That's, I'm gonna do that as an audition monologue <laughs> yeah I. you know it's like uh, I mean you have all the money in the fucking world you know you have yeah, all the money you, you need you have all the
0: money you need and you made this piece of you shit piece and of in shit. the meantime we've got young people saying that The Shining is a bad movie oh, the god. world is terrible let's burn it down let's burn it down Giant Meteor 2020 2020
1: May, will it bring a giant spider with it
0: oh my god <laughs> Oh my god! Giant fucking spider! But alien you know what? spider. At this point, I would vote. I for would the vote spider.
1: for the alien spider. I vote for alien spider. Uh, one thing I, said I have to do about the giant spider. Yeah. This is another thing, and this isn't even the movie's fault. This is this is I think King's fault maybe, and I, I why do we have to explain the terror? I I that makes me crazy. But, and, and why
0: do we have to explain the terror? Over and, and over. over and over and yeah. over again. We get it. We get it. He's the personification of your fear. Yeah. I don't have to, you don't have to keep telling me that over and over, over yeah. and over again. And yeah, I, I and know. I
1: don't like, why does it have to be some weird interplanetary, like,
0: why can't it, why ju- can't it just why exist? It, why can't it just exist? Why can't yeah. it just be, why can't it just be a th- I
1: don't, a manifestation I don't, I don't, of fear. I don't, I
0: don't understand why people need so many answers. <laughs> I
1: don't either. I don't, um, uh, like, uh, and to me, this is how we get prequels,
0: right? You know, like, right? No, it's I, true. I like. I don't fucking care. It's true. You know. So I'm gonna go off the rails here for a little bit in the last few minutes that we have. But have you ever been to the Rothko Chapel? In Houston? Mark no. Rothko. Okay, so Mark Rothko is one of my favorite painters in the world. And if you're familiar with Mark Rothko, then you know that he, he became really famous for, and in his final years, like his paintings are just blocks of color, mm-hmm. basically. So like you will go and see, like he'll have a, a piece called Red. Yeah. And it is literally an eight by eight canvas that is painted red. And there's like variations here and there. Cool it's play just, based yeah, on yeah, this. Yeah. yeah, red. Um and the, the, he has a black series, he has red, there's others. There's one at the DMA, if you can get yourself to the DMA. And what I love about a Rothko painting is that you can sit in front of it, and it's a red canvas. And if you really sit there and look at it, it, it forces you as a viewer to wonder why, mm-hmm. right? And eventually, if you sit long enough, right the The painting forces you to look inward instead of trying to we will sit there and we will try to make meaning and we'll try to create patterns out of the brush strokes and we try to because that's what humans do right right but the the terror and and the thing that affects you looking at a Rothko painting is that there is no pattern and there is no meaning, and that that little hole in the canvas or whatever makes you kind of like look at yourself instead That's, right Yeah, it's so fucking cool mm-hmm. and I feel like we're afraid to do that as a culture uh, I, and that we need answers we need to be able to say oh that Rothko painting I can see a bunny rabbit yeah right
1: there. I, there's a bunny rabbit there's and this this is no about, bunny rabbit this is about when he was a kid right yeah
0: there's no and Rothko will tell you it's about nothing right
1: and that is I uh, I I've, I've not been there. I haven't been to Houston in a really long time because it
0: stinks.
1: Houston's terrible. Sorry, Chachi. Sorry, Houston. Um, uh, it's funny, and I know we talk about Lynch a lot because we both love Lynch. He's the same way. Like he will, he will never answer. Never. He refuses to answer what. The question, what is what is this movie about? He right. refuses to answer it, and I think part of it is because Lynch comes from a painting and visual art background. He was mm-hmm. a painter. He's first, he says he's still first a painter. Um And you don't, for him, that's not a question that gets asked. You don't have to answer that in that world. Right. Um, and for some reason, in movies, I guess because yeah, people want.
0: Because people pay
1: to people go buy and eat they, their they, popcorn they, and, and they want to know
0: and eat their nachos yeah. and
1: and they want to know what the ending meant and they want to know why this why does Pennywise or it exists and I don't it, to me it's so much scarier it's so much scarier <laughs> if we don't know how this thing is. Like, what, that it's not some fucking weird thing from another place. And that's not to say that can't work. Like, with the thing, that's what it's about. Right. But this, this fucking maniacal fucking dancing clown that can take the form of of, of your greatest fear is... That's terrifying enough. That's terrifying that's, that's enough. It's terrifying,
0: terrifying enough. The thing is about a... Alien, uh, yeah, yes, that's, that's what, what it it's is. about Right, and the movie's not about the alien The movie's about who you, like, who you become Who you become under pressure, yeah. right? This is totally different Right,
1: and so like, and again, this isn't on the movie This is in the book as well It's like, why Why did we need that? Why did we need that answer? Um, And in part one, we don't We don't Um, We never get it Right uh, It's not until chapter two when, when Mike calls them back And has apparently done extensive research mm-hmm. On a uh, on the local Native American tribe. Oh my God! Um, which again is a another king thing. It's like when all else fails. Native American. Native Americans. I wonder oh,
0: how, how they feel. About I'm sure they're like for like, fuck's like, oh sake, god, man. There's no such thing as the ritual <laughs> of chewed. chewed.
1: Nor, the, nor a giant intergalactic turtle god. Right. Um. Man. Uh. We I fucking hated this, hated this, we this fucking, fucking hated movie. This
0: movie. I don't know what we're going to talk about next time. No, because we I'm might. so tired. Yes, <laughs> but you know what? We do have a Friday the Thirteenth coming up this week. <laughs> that's true. That we may want to do like an extra or talk about Friday
1: yeah Friday the Thirteenth Part Two because we one, did Part One. Part
0: uh, One. Yeah, like a year ago. Or you whatever. know, and Friday the Thirteenth. That's just a movie that you can like throw on. You and know watch. what you're getting. It's You, know what, you're you getting. know what you're getting.
1: Yeah. You um, know what you're getting. Can I, well, I was going to get a milkshake, Christy. I refused to get a milkshake because this movie did not deserve it a milkshake. It did not
0: deserve a milkshake. And they had some really good milkshakes. Yes, toys. they did. They <laughs> had, to, I was really tempted. It was 11.10 in the morning and I was like, maybe I need to get some milkshake with a little booze in yeah. it. Yeah. And now come to think of it, maybe the booze would have helped, helped. But it did not deserve. I think
1: at the most it would, maybe would have just made me fall asleep. Yeah, me too. Um. No, it didn't deserve a milkshake. Fuck that movie. Fuck no that movie. No milkshake for no it too.
0: No tacos. No tacos and no milkshake. I hate you, it too. I hate you with a heat of 10,000 suns. Put that in your world market. Fuck it. Set it on fire. All right. We'll see you guys later.
1: Bye.